So last night I was reading to an old journal. I've been journaling since I was probably 12. I've thrown most of them away, <laughs> but I wanted to share what I wrote in my journal about a year ago. Actually, I have the date in here. It was February, February 25th of last year. So that was my dad's birthday. And I wrote in my journal, I feel completely humbled and discouraged. Help me, Lord. I will not teach what I do not know. If you want me to teach others, I need you to teach me. Thank you, Lord. And so I wanted to share that because this call has been on my life for many years to teach and to encourage, especially women in the faith. But in the years that it's taken for me to get that call first, and then to actually have the confidence and the courage to walk it out has been many, many years. And so one of my greatest desires in this podcast is to share practical stories from my own life so that you can learn from my experience. And hopefully it won't take you 20 or 30 years to step into the destiny that God has called you to. And so one of the things I want to talk to you about today is this idea of what I wrote in my journal. I said, I can't teach what I don't know. And the reason I wrote this journal entry was that I had been seeking God and getting extremely frustrated. And I'll read you some of that frustration because I don't want this to be in a vacuum. So the journal entry started by saying, why am I sad today, Lord? Anxious, frustrated, hopeless, after spending several hours in the word and prayer and praise and worship, what's going on? And so I was experiencing these feelings and yet I was doing all the right stuff. Okay. So I was in the word, I was praying, I had the praise and worship music on and I was doing everything that I knew to get myself out of this place of distress and anxiety and fear and doubt and all of these things. And then later in that same journal entry, I wrote, the word of God isn't only written for me. It's not specific to me because if it was, I would be able to use the word to speak over my circumstances and it would come to pass. So this is a big one. I'm sure and the reason I'm reading that is that I'm sure a lot of you that are listening can relate to this and thinking, okay, so if it's in the Bible and he was speaking to another person, can I take that as my own? And so that's something that the Lord has been revealing to me over the last two years. And I would say the biggest lesson that I've learned over the last two years is that, yes, we take the Bible literally, whenever we can. Okay. So of course there are times when Jesus says he's a door, he's not really a door. So, but in situations where we can take the Bible literal, we do, and we claim all the promises in Christ Jesus are yes and amen for those of us who are in Christ. And I'm assuming if you're listening to these podcasts, because they're not superficial sort of Christian ease talks, I'm really going deep here. I'm assuming that you're a believer. And so when you're a believer, every single promise in the word of God is for you. So when God spoke to Jeremiah 
And Jeremiah 29, 11 said, I know the plans that I have for you, plans of hope and a future, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. We can take those same promises as a new believer in the new covenant and say, that's a promise. And you said that all of your promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So I can take every single promise. I don't care who he made it to in the Old Testament, in the New Testament. We can take every single promise and latch on to it and receive that promise and then believe and act as if it's true. So the way we do that is we first, we take a promise. So whatever is going on in your life, for me, I was feeling anxious and I was feeling frustrated and depressed and overwhelmed. And so I would go through the scripture and I would look for a verse that speaks exactly to what my experience was in that situation. So as I think about this off the cuff, I, I'm thinking about Philippians. So let me go to that right now. So I'm going to go to Philippians and I believe it's in four. Yes, Philippians chapter four, verse six. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. He goes on in verse eight to say, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So I'm coming back to my situation just to show you how practical this is. So if you remember in my journal entry, I was saying, but I'm doing all this stuff. I'm doing all this stuff and I'm not having peace. Okay, well, that's my experience. But what the word is telling me, and we're going to judge, this is a big lesson I've learned over this last two years. We don't judge the scripture through the filter or lens of our experience. We judge our experience through the lens of scripture. So if I read scripture and he's telling me, be anxious for nothing, that's a command. So regardless of what my feelings are telling me, I'm going to instead trust and believe the word of God and obey it. And he says, be anxious for nothing. And then he talks about what I'm to be dwelling on. Think of things that are lovely, that are pure, that are of good report. And I can guarantee you, in my mind, I was ruminating. And if you're a woman, you know what that means. I'm, <laughs> that's from my uh, psychology days. But to ruminate, women tend to do this a lot more than men. We take something and we get fixated on it and we start to down spiral in our mind over and over, thinking about that thought, ruminating on it and giving it place in our lives. We got to stop it. The word says, stop, be anxious for nothing. Think on things that are of good report. Think on things that are praiseworthy, that are excellent. So I hope that's helped you today. That's just one example of how we take the word of God, a promise that's in the word of God, specific to our situation, and we walk it out. We take hold of it. We believe it. 
and we walk it out. Because as I said before, we're not to judge the scripture through our experience, because that's exactly what I was doing two years ago. I was going, yeah, but I'm feeling I have God and I'm reading the word and I'm praising him. I've got the praise music on and I'm still feeling anxious and depressed. Well, that's my experience. That's not the word of God. So immediately I need to shut that down, take every thought captive. And I'll put that verse in the notes of the podcast description today. But we are called to take every thought captive. And if that, cap, if that thought doesn't line up with the word of God, which, of course, in my case, my thoughts were not lining up with the word of God. I wasn't thinking on things that are pure and lovely and excellent and praiseworthy. I was thinking about all the mess in my circumstances. And that was my problem. And I can guarantee you, if you learn this and you start to change your thinking and you take every thought captive, your life will be transformed. That's a part of the process of renewing our minds to the word of God. We've got to take every thought captive. We have, in a sense, been brainwashed by our culture, by the things we've allowed to come into our eyes and into our ears, who we've listened to. It's time to unplug all of that, as I did two years ago. Be very diligent to who you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're looking at, and I can guarantee your life will be transformed. It's the only way you can transform your life. Go to Romans chapter 12, verse one and two, and study this out for yourself. I know I sound a little bit like a mom, but I am a teacher and that teacher comes out in me sometimes, but I get so excited about it because this has actually transformed my life. And I want you to experience this as well. Let's live worthy of the calling that we were called to positionally. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Let's start acting like it and thinking like it. Amen. Okay. Amen. See you next week. Have a great week. 